Anyone that's spent any time skiing on the east coast of the U.S. knows there's one thing that's nearly always present. Unlike out west, east coast skiing doesn't have the luxury of constant powder. Here, with lower elevation and higher temperatures, ice on the slopes is more the constant. Now most people would likely say this makes east coast skiing worse than the bigger mountains out west. And yeah, I definitely agree. Growing up in Vermont though, and hearing the crunch of skis on ice since I began my life as a skier, I have a bit of a different relationship to it. I'm the oldest of four kids, with my parents having all of us within three and a half years. There was never a dull moment because of this, especially when we were practically all toddlers. This is perhaps most evident when my dad began to take all of us skiing. Somehow, he and my mom would gather us in our gear, corral us into the car, and get us to the mountain. And this was only the start. As he explains it... When the twins started skiing, and they were maybe two years old, you know, Will was four, and, and then you, being the oldest, was, you know, barely, probably five and a half, six years old. It was early, little like that. You know, the production was getting all the right clothing and all the equipment into the car and getting up to the mountain and not be missing anything. Getting us all together, making sure we all had the right gear, it was always a madhouse. But then there were the struggles of ski lessons. You'd always get the phone call. Um, you know, you'd be either in the lodge or on the big mountain, and you'd get the phone call from one of the instructors saying, you know, we can't get them to get off the ground. They're in a meltdown state. You know, they're in the lodge. They won't come back out after a break for hot cocoa, or they're fighting with the other kids or whatever, you know, or they're falling asleep because they're so tired. I don't really remember much, if any, of these early times on the mountain. What I do remember through it all, though, is the East Coast constant of the sound of skis on ice. I don't get to see my family often now, much less get the chance to ski, but the sound of skis crunching and carving on ice will always bring me back to those early days. The challenge with skiing in Vermont is, you know, every day, you know, it's a crapshoot, you know, whether it's going to be good up there. And, you know, it can be great in the morning, and if it starts raining, I mean, the conditions just change so quickly. My relationship to skiing has changed quite a bit. Now I often go with friends more than family, and generally prefer skiing out west than the east coast. My relationship to the sounds of East Coast skiing have changed as well. The sound that many hate for its signal of poor ski conditions has grown to mean so much more to me. I've experienced the sound whenever I've skied on the East Coast as I've gotten older, but it will always bring me back to those earliest times. The times that were so hectic and stressful, so much so that my dad could barely handle it. Sometimes when I took all four kids up when they were little, I literally needed a second pair of hands, if not a third pair of hands, a lot. I've grown to represent some of my earliest and fondest memories of time spent together as a family. Who knows if or when I'll have kids of my own, or if I'll even be on the east coast of the U.S. when I have them. But I do know that I hope to have similar time spent together, even with all the stress and commotion that can come with it.
She turns into the Hulk. Are you done? Yes! Doesn't look like it. church? Yeah. Are we not going to church? <laughs> yep. Would you like some help? <laughs> Stop crying or I'm going to put this on YouTube. Is mommy videotaping you? Is this going to haunt you for the rest of your life? Caitlin, we're going to show this to your boyfriends. Time out. <laughs> Doesn't that hurt your knees?